Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You always think the lead cars Newcastle Hunters home rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle, brought to you by Sharp DS Central Coast, our new major partner in season 2023. Uh, their second year of being on board with us as a partner, but they've come on board as our major partner, and we thank them for that, and they're bringing you all the content that you've had across our opening six episodes, as well as all of the episodes to come. And the way things are shaping up at the moment with the, the season ahead, we're going to have close to 30 episodes this year, so you'll have plenty of rugby league content uh, things are heating up. The Newcastle Rebels are on the march. They're through to the semi-finals of the country championship. We're going to pull apart their stats. We're going to talk to Cameron Spider-Anderson about how the Rebels have travelled and how they're going to travel from here. Also talk about the upcoming Denton Engineering Cup. We'll also mention with uh, Josh, the Statsman Spiegelman, thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, uh, our footy tipping competition and how you can go about getting involved in that. Plenty of opportunity for some prizes there. Also an opportunity to get involved as a partner of the show there. Of course, the best way to keep up to date with everything outside of listening to our weekly episodes is our social media channels, League Castle AU on Instagram, League Castle AUS on Facebook. And everything that we bring to you is, again, thanks to those partners. So we've got Sharp DS Central Coast, our major partner, Lake Macquarie Forklift Services bringing you the Statsman and some of our other competitions, and Shipley Meets at Rutherford, who are our major sponsor of all of our Newcastle Rugby League content. So... Those three partner businesses are doing a great job in supporting us to bring you more local rugby league content. So please support them so they can keep supporting us and the circle of life continues. I'm not going to start singing The Lion King or quoting uh, Timon and Pumbaa or anything like that, but it all flows on. So we really appreciate them. But as I said, this week, a uh, again, a fairly express episode. We'll have Josh the Statsman Spiegelman talking about the country championships and the Newcastle Rebels round two win over Illawarra South Coast, the star performers from that match. Uh, we'll also have a quick chat about those opportunities coming up with the footy tipping competition, as I said, and also a little touch on the Knights. He's on cloud nine, as plenty of Knights fans are, so we'll have a quick chat about the Knights game just gone and the game ahead. And, of course, then we'll dig in with Cameron Spider-Anderson, the defending joint winner of the Statsman Performer of the Year uh, he's going to talk to us about the Rebels. He's going to talk to us about Central Newcastle and their season ahead and a few other things in between. But without any further ado, thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services. Let's kick it all off with Josh Spiegelman. Well, let's get into the meat and biscuits of another episode and we'll kick it off as we usually do with the Statsman. And of course, he is brought to us by Lake Macquarie Forklift Services in season 2023, bringing us all the Statsman's Performers of the Week and the Statsman's Performers of the Year, which will be fortunate to be joined by one of last year's joint winners later in this episode, none other than Cameron Spider-Anderson to talk Rebels and Central Newcastle Butcher Boys. But for the time being, thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, we've got Josh Spiegelman, a.k.a. the Statsman, back again. Josh, you're, uh, you're undoubtedly riding high, but we'll leave the night's chat till the end of the segment. 
Uh, only if you want, mate. I was ready to go into it. But um, I'm riding high on the Rebels as well, mate. Another big win for, for the Castle Rebels. So, fantastic. That's a good time to be a rugby league fan in Newcastle this week. We'll wait and see what comes next week. Hopefully, the Rebels continuing on a march, though. But, of course, they did head down to Collegians Park in the Illawarra on the weekend, and they came back the victors. They had to win to get through to the semifinals, and they did deliver, mate. And uh, they delivered in spades in the end, winning reasonably comfortably. Yeah, it was a 30-10 to 10 final score. A uh, bit of a clunky start. Uh, I think it was 4-2 to the, the Dragons at half time, And then, yeah, the Rebels came out um, firing and things just clicked. And I think Illawarra broke after that second try. Um, so really good numbers out of the match, especially the forward. forwards. Boys are really impressive. Against a pretty big Dragons pack, I'd say. Recognised a few names in their team. But um, we all thought the Rebels would get the job done. And that's what they did, mate. So they're on to next week against the Western Rams in the semi-final. They certainly are. They'll have their work cut out. The Rams put on plenty of points in their opening fixture. I still can't figure out how this competition works. Everyone played round one, then only Newcastle, and it seemed like it was almost an elimination final of its own. I'm a little confused, but anyway, we got there in the end, and uh, now, as you say, Newcastle will play Western Rams, Riverina will play the Northern Rivers, all at Collegians this weekend. So on Sunday this week, though, so make sure you adjust your guides and uh, watch on Sunday on New South Wales Rugby League TV, or if you really just want to get down and catch two absolutely cracking semi-finals of country footy, it's on on Sunday. Make the trek down to Wollongong and uh, get amongst it. But, mate, let's cast the eyes back to that 30-10. to 10. And I know you've run the numbers, you've crunched them all, you've got our performers, and you're chomping at the bit to tell us who the standouts were. Oh, that's it, mate, 100%. It's a, quite quite a Maitland-dominated segment this week. I'm sure the Pickers fans will enjoy. But uh, we'll go to the three points here to the, the flyer for Maitland, James Bradley on the wing. Um, two tries, one of which was a great intercept try that kind of um, you know got the Rebels back in or said back in the game or the momentum back with them. Uh, the two line breaks, one separate, but yeah, two two line breaks in total. Uh, one try assist in meters, two hundred and twenty five meters, so easily topping the team there. Uh, great effort by by Jimmy Bradley, um, looking really strong, big and fast. So Maitland will be excited to get him back this year. That is ominous for anyone who's a fan of the other. I'm going to get this number right now. Ten other clubs, because they're up to 11 now, uh, mate, uh, for season 2023, that we've got a, oh, a number of pickers undoubtedly in good form. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy Bradley, good to see him hitting his straps, uh, looking to continue. Uh, probably last year, I'd say he probably nabbed that mantle as the premier winger out at Maitland, and um, I'm sure he'll have his work cut out for him again to maintain that. They've got some great outside backs, as we know. But uh, he's hitting the ground running as there are a number of these Rebels boys only a couple of weeks out from the season proper. Yeah, one thing about Bradley, he's always been a good finisher, like Perry LeBrock, who was there a year ago or so. And um, he's, he's really improved. I think he put on a bit of size and just running the ball out of his own end. His average metres, I don't have it on hand, it's on the computer somewhere, but average metres per carry has gone up from memory from the first few years I saw him. And um, yeah, that's, that's real important. As everyone knows, it's not just about finishing, it's about putting in the hard yards, and I think he's um, improved in that area. That's great stuff. It certainly is, and we look forward to plenty more of it from Jimmy. He's a bit of a highlight reel, as you said, a spectacular finisher. But mate, who's joined Jimmy in the points this week? Mate, it's, it's no other than the um, show's earlier guest, Cameron Spider-Anderson, that's not doing that to butter him up for, for coming on and helping us out, but um, it's another spectacular performance, as we've come to expect from Spider, as his brother Grant pointed out on Instagram during the week. Uh, this game, he had a try. Um, six tackle busts, two line break assists, and 142 metres. So he was really, really good 
um, I guess, structuring some of those tries down the right edge that um, Jimmy scored one. And then I think one of those line breaks, Jimmy passed it back inside a spider who scored as well. So they work really well together. You can just imagine if they played week in without a week in week out together as well, they'd be pretty pretty scary. So um, well under spider two points here. Yeah, I think it might be a challenge on the old point system if that was happening. Uh, but uh, we might let uh, Spider have the bragging rights this week in terms of in terms of the Anderson family uh, after we stitched him up last week with Kane's cricket getting a mention. So yeah, well done to Spider again, starring and and who's completed our trifecta of superstars in uh, the round two country championship fixture for the Rebels. Yeah, mate, um, easily could have got the three points here as well. You could toss them up. But um, the tank from Maitland, big Jimmy Taylor, James Taylor, the front rower, uh, led the team with carries, 21 carries, 204 metres, um, 24 tackles, 96%, one forced error. So when you think about it, like, James Taylor's not making an 80-metre intercept try like Jimmy Bradley, right? So that's 204 metres are, you know, real hard, tough carries up the middle against big boys. And his engine was uh, superb and... In the honourable mentions, we'll touch on um, someone similar to him as well. But, yeah, give it up for James Taylor. That was a huge workhorse effort, and I'm sure he'll be um, doing that against Western Rams next week. I'm sure he will, mate. He is an absolute blockbuster. And, uh, look, mate, I think I think you're selling him a bit short. But, yeah, you're right. 75 metres I'll buy, 80 metre runaway, maybe not. But, hey, James Taylor, if you want to prove us wrong, feel free to <laughs> round one. We'd love to see Mate, there is nothing that would get Josh and I out of our seats and excited more and probably guarantee, almost guarantee you three points in a front row going 80 metres. What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon that's a shoe mate. <laughs> he well, has the energy for that. We're all about big big rigs motoring on and, uh, yeah, we'd love to see uh, some props doing that. So get amongst it this year, boys. Uh, it'll probably wrap you up try of the year. But um, All right, mate, as you, you mentioned there, honourable mention. So... In, in such a strong team performance, I'm sure you've got a few here with some uh, pretty impressive numbers. And, of course, all of these numbers that you're, you're reeling out now will go up on our Instagram during the week as well. So uh, the guys can reshare them. If you're a fan of a club or a player, make sure you reshare them and give them, give them a wrap because these boys are, are busting their hump big time uh, in the heat of March. It's one of the hottest marches I can remember. And these boys are just trundling out in the middle of the afternoon, getting through some, some pretty impressive numbers for this time of year. That's exactly right, mate. It was um, really hot on the day they played Saturday last weekend. And we'll move across to James Taylor's front row partner and club teammate, Jaden Butterfield, as well, with big numbers in the middle. 18 carries, 165 metres, 22 tackles at 100%, didn't miss anything, and forced an error. So uh, combine those two together, they'll be going up together on a graphic. They deserve it. Um, just, yeah, fantastic, given the situation, um, the, the pack they're going up against in the heat. So really well done. Also in the forward pack, um, got Sam Stone from, from the Western Suburbs, Rosellas, of course. Um, did this last week as well. A team high in support runs. Really impressive pushing up in support of it on the on the side, on the hip of Jimmy Taylor. But I've heard a lot. He registered 18 this week, which was really impressive. And he also made 29 tackles at 94%, which was the second most in the team. So I thought that work rate was really impressive by Stoney there. Yeah, Ben Stone, been an absolute star for West uh, in a couple of tough years. And... Uh, Keeps on keeping on for the uh, Rebels now and undoubtedly will be uh, key to the Rosellas in season 2023 under the stewardship of his old man. It'll be uh, a dangerous combination, I think, with getting the uh, tutelage of Rick Stone there with some of the players they've got on their books. That's right, mate. Apologies to Ben there. I got my stones mixed up. Obviously, Ben, uh, really well done. Looking forward to do West's um, stuff this year, so I'm sure we'll be seeing more of him 
across my desk with his efforts. Um, and just to round it you out. Better, you better get that, that name right, mate. Otherwise, Rick, Rick might give you the punt on the stats. So we'll get that right. We'll get it fixed maybe. up. No worries at all, Ben. <laughs> well, uh, I'll give Rick a few stats maybe I like that as well. Oh, mate, on, on, the, on the bright side, you're still in the better books than I ever will be if you uh, find the footage of that uh, Mitch Cullen tackle from a couple of years ago. But anyway, enough said. We'll move on from that. I've... Uh, I've uh, had enough traumatic nightmares, and let's just say Mitch owes me a beer or two, but that's a whole other story. Uh, let's move on to your, your final honourable mentions, mate, before I get myself in trouble. All good, mate. Yeah, just one more, um, and another Maitland boy here as well. I won't get my Andersons mixed up. This one's Gary Anderson, the centre for Maitland. Uh, really impressive out wide. Uh, 12 metres of carry, five tackle busts, one line break assist, one try contribution. So... Obviously, part of that right edge with um, James Bradley and Spider going down that that edge, it's, it's not a surprise that all of them picked up either points or an honourable mention because I thought that that was their strong point in this game, both through the middle and that right edge. So, well done to everyone mentioned. And, um, yeah, good luck next week. Um, I'm sure they won't need it. They look really strong. Um, it's got to put together an 80-minute performance, I guess. Yeah, they certainly do. And, and we'll touch on it with, with Spider when we catch up with him uh, in terms of the interesting conundrum that a lot of these players face themselves with should they win this weekend. And then it's going to probably come down to, you know, sort of an individual choice, I'd suggest, in a conversation with their clubs as to whether the weekend after all the games for the Newcastle-based sides will be on the Sunday. The Wyong entrance derby will be on the Saturday. But for all of those players, barring, of course, Dylan Pythian, who has the uh, good fortune of a, a round one buy, so he'll be happy, happy to have that news if he makes it through the final potentially playing Saturday and backing up Sunday, health and everything else willing. So it'll be an interesting piece for the clubs to see what they want to do in terms of round one, risk versus reward. But we'll talk to Spider and get his thoughts on that. Um, just to wrap up what you're talking about there, mate, uh, you talked about a hypothetical combination of Anderson and Bradley. The actual combination of Anderson being Gary and James Bradley could be a very lethal one based on what I've seen across the last couple of weekends for Maitland this year. Oh, 100%, mate. Then you factor in, yeah, they're going to have Daniel Langbridge, the, the touch uh, genius champion of, of, of Australia, and then all Matt Slope, the Lawler at the back as well, feeding into that. That's um, very scary for other teams, mate, considering their strength across the park. So, um, obviously, the team to beat this year, everyone knows, but um, it's going to be great to watch. Certainly is, mate. A few things to touch on before we do wrap up. Uh, Newcastle Rugby League season launch. Uh, unfortunately, neither you or I made it there, but it was... Looked like an absolutely cracking event, and I did love, and I commented on this, the uh, the nice alignment in the uh, group photo that they did. There was two Mitch Williams, and I'm not going to say who's Mitch Williams 1 and who's Mitch Williams 2. I'll let the punters decide that. But they had all of 12 players sitting there, and I noticed that Lakes, uh, they, they doubled up and, you know, a bit of a power move. They got two blokes in the photo when everyone else had one. But Mitch Williams from Lakes and Mitch Williams from Wyong were seated right next to each other. So I don't know if it was intentional or just a, a lovely, a lovely happy coincidence. But we're, we're big fans of Mitch Williams one and Mitch Williams two, and who's the alpha Mitch Williams conversation. So uh, yeah, we'll certainly leave that one to maybe be decided out on the field uh, when, whenever Wyong and Lakes uh, do meet later in the year. Yeah, it's always good to see that whether intended or not, mate. And um, shout out to Ryan Glanville. Look extra stoked at the season arriving. Maybe saw that picture. He wasn't a, wasn't looking too happy, but I'm sure he's stoked inside. Yeah, that's that one, mate. If we uh, if it, if it was uh, the, uh, the the fair agenda, we, they would have had to retake the photo twelve times. So they eventually got one where everyone wasn't blinking, wasn't wasn't looking sour, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But Ryan's just worn that one, and uh, look, you know, at the end of the day, when you play footy like he does, it doesn't matter what face you're pulling in a photo at the start of the season. I reckon. 
100 percent, mate. I think he's in for another big year this year. He, he can lead South on the great things with um, the signings they've got. We've heard and um, just his talent, mate. It's a uh, yeah. He wouldn't look out of place at a high level either. But yeah, we're, we're happy to see him back in South this year. Yeah, look, looking forward to hopefully seeing him on the paddock for a full season. Something has been a bit of a challenge for him in terms of health and injury in recent seasons. But mate, talking about the Dent Engineering Cup, we are a week and a half away from the season proper, as we talked about, the entrance and Wong will kick it all off Saturday week. But there's something, there's a, an opportunity to be involved, and so far it's very limited in terms of our subscription. We've only got just over 20 registered for that tipping comp, uh, which means at this stage those people that are in there at the moment are about a one in seven, one in eight chance of winning a prize. So still working to try and get a sponsor on that, and if that's the case, those prizes will be even larger. But there will be some cash prizes for one, two, and three, uh, if there's a business out there that wanted to have a chat to us, reach out to us in our DMs on either Instagram or Facebook and have a chat to us. Not looking for a, a copious amount of money, although if they want to throw a copious amount of money at, at our punters, we'd be happy to take it and pass it on, Josh. Oh, of course we would, mate. But um, yeah, yeah, we hope more people could join. Don't get put off by the weird URL. Face your fears. It was just the best one we could find where you could customise all the tips and the and the schedule which we've uploaded painstakingly. So. Yeah, everyone get on board. We'll repost, reshare the link um, in the coming week or so, hoping to get, you know, it would be nice to get at least 50 in there and, and, you know, make it more interesting. Obviously, Chris and I are in there, so we can't win the cash prize, even though we'll come first and second. Isn't that right, Chris? Well, you, you must be coming first because, you know, it will be the only time in my life I'll come second. Oh, very nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. And on that note, we might move right on from the tipping contest. But, yeah, of course, do, do get involved and... Uh, yeah, we, we we probably need to organise it a little bit differently next year. Maybe create an incentive for cl- fans of clubs to get in there, and uh, maybe you know, maybe we'll get people to put their club after their name in their nickname next year. You can still do it this year if you want to do it, and uh, we might have a, a little uh, competition between which clubs fans are, are going the best uh, in terms of tipping. Although it might be questionable if uh, you know Maitland are running tenth at the end of the year and their fans are all winning the tipping comp about the fact that they're not tipping their own side. But that's a whole other controversy for another day. Uh, mate, let's let's just shift our focus a little bit. I know I um, mercilessly like to jump on the kick the Knights when they're down at, at your expense some weeks. So the Raiders, look, they choked a little bit and you, you guys mate, had every reason to lose and somehow didn't. So please, what was your thoughts on the, on the round that was? Mate, um, as you mentioned off there, Barry Tui said it best. I think uh, the Knights reporter, the Herald reporter, just um, one of them, he said the most gutsy win that he can remember in, Red and blue history, it's probably up there for me. Um, it's just fantastic when you lose Ponga, which is, I mean, at this rate, unfortunately expected to happen, but in the first minute or so. And then Braley got the wobbles and didn't come back after what, 15 minutes, so I can't remember exactly. And then uh, Sinbin and a send-off. So, um, yeah, tremendous, tremendous effort to hang on, get the two points, valuable two points, two points further away from the spoon, which is which is what everyone wants. So, uh, going to be an interesting clash next week against the Dolphins, mate, which is a tie-in to, I guess, for you to say a few words on the Raiders' performance. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, it wasn't the greatest performance from the Raiders. There was some good patches. We're a very good 40-minute team, but that's a whole other story, mate. I just want to see if, if you and our Knights fans that listen understand the momentous occasion that faces Newcastle. You're playing against a side that is undefeated in the history of the NRL. Remember, the history of the NRL goes back to 1908. There's only one side that's undefeated across that whole 115 years, and you're taking them on this weekend. So take it as you will. Is it a threat or is it an opportunity? Oh, always an opportunity, mate. That's um, going to be a good game, I reckon. Uh, 
It's uh, it's in Newcastle too, so we don't have to play on that pitch that you did last week. The drainage needs to be fixed there, I think, mate, if they're going to play there consistently. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah, it was certainly uh, a, little, a little bit moist. Uh, but, mate, a couple of nice little undertales to the story this week too. Uh, young Kurt, Kurt Donoghue, obviously, is in. we would expect will be in the side, especially with Jeremy Marshall King being out. So throw that into the combination of the no love lost to Wayne Bennett factor for Knights fans. Would that be fair? That would be fair, mate. And Wayne's going to know that Kurt was a Knights junior and from the region and, you know, unfairly probably passed up in our top 30. Should have got a crack, I reckon. And um, probably going to give him more minutes. He probably won't start. Maybe Cody Nicarino would slot in for Michael King who's out two weeks. But uh, hopefully get some good minutes. Kurt, we can see what he can do. Um, I mean, against the players he's playing, uh, he should be successful, mate. So fingers crossed for him. He looks looked okay so far, but obviously young in his career, needs more game time and hopefully that's what he gets. Well, mate, you talk about the players he's playing. I don't think anyone knows who's playing yet. It's uh, Ducks and Drakes and a matter of who, who the NRL will let them name in their 23. But, look, at the end of the day, hopefully there's some pride in the jersey. And the great news at League Castle is that we can walk away and claim a win either way. We can either claim Kurt, you know, as he uh, continues to lift the Dolphins up the ladder. They're sitting second at the moment. Or, or you you know, you'll be up and about about the Knights win. So it'll be great. Although, you know, I do believe that uh, you might be absent next week. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll be um, unable to attend that match or uh, provide any analysis for the Rebels game against the Rams. I'll be away overseas. I booked a holiday knowing that I'd arrive back the day before the Newcastle Rugby League comp starts. But at that stage, this Rebels tournament, the country championships hadn't been announced. So, um, yeah, I'll miss next week and, and probably miss the final. But I might squeeze in some sneaky analysis a little bit late on that final. Well, provided the boys make it, I'm sure they will. But... Uh, yeah, it should be a good trip, mate. Looking forward to going overseas last holiday for about six months when the season kicks off. Yeah, so I was just talking off air with uh, our next guest just to, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit and re- let people understand what actually happens. Sometimes we don't record the show in order. And we we're talking about the uh, the good fortune that our, our lovely partners have that, you know, for six months of the year, they've just got to just sit there, twiddle their thumbs on the couch every weekend while footy goes on um, and how we feel for the uh, lucky ladies that, Date the illustrious athletes are, that are people like Kane Anderson who play a summer and winter code at an elite level. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe the, maybe the girls enjoy that, mate. Bit of, bit of breathing space, right? Exactly right, mate. Uh, I, I always think that the less time that, that uh, my partner has to spend with me, the, uh, the better for the length of our relationship. But anyway, that's a, a, qu- a quandary <laughs> and a conundrum for another day, mate. Can I just ask you one question about your holiday? Have, have, you, have you been uh, working on the flexibility of your lower limb joints? The, I, I'm not sure. I'm not, not sure how to take that, mate. What's in reference to? Well, mate, your lower limb joint would be your knee, and flexibility is bending. So I'm just, you know, like. Oh, oh right. Uh, I thought you see, see, the stats man's had an unfortunate torn ankle ligament injury recently. I thought you were having a jab at that. But uh, I'll use that as an excuse that I can't get out on one knee just yet. <laughs> uh, well, your your lovely other half, who is very tolerant of all of our recording and all of your footy, will, might have to wait till uh, the next leap year. Which, fortunately for her, is next year, and, and maybe she she can do it for you if your ankle hasn't recovered by then. But, mate, again, <laughs> thank you. Enjoy the holiday, well deserved one, mate. And we look forward to uh, getting you on refreshed, reinvigorated, and ripping and a tearing into season twenty twenty three of the Denton Cup and all the stats. Thanks to Late Macquarie Forklift Services.
Yeah, very much thanks to them, mate. Cannot wait. Already prepping some Team of the Week graphics, which I can't wait to release each week. Give um, 13 players, I reckon, the, the props they deserve and maybe some extra single graphics for the for the very best of the week after that. So it's going to be a big year. Um, at the moment, currently signed up to do 10 of the 11 teams. And I'm probably going to just do the 11th one, just quick stats for the show anyway. So we should have a well-rounded um, Statman category and competition for 2023. I love it, mate. Can't wait to get into the season. As I said, legitimately enjoy the holiday. Try and switch off from some footy and spend some time with the other half so that you've got some brownie points to burn because I know that experience all too well. But thank you again, mate, and I will catch you in a few weeks' time. Yeah, can't wait, mate. I'll catch you soon. Thanks very much. All right. Well, as always, off the back of the stats, man, brought to us there by Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, we're going to dig into the real NRL and obviously the focus at the moment on the pre-season competitions and the country championships that are going on with the Newcastle Rebels. And we are fortunate enough to be joined not only by a star of the Newcastle Rebels, but a star of the last two years' stats man's competitions and the reigning joint stats man of the year, none other than Cameron Spider-Anderson. Spider, welcome back, mate. Uh, you're a fairly frequent part of the show these days. Yeah, look, it's always been, uh, always good to be on board and, um, yeah, love chatting you, so happy to be here. Well, mate, uh, let, let's start off, first of all, a new sponsor for the Statsman this year and the great news about the new sponsor is that there's actually going to be, to be determined, but a medal or a trophy. So you and Soaps, if you're there at the business end again next year, you're going to have to find a way to separate it because I, I know you might have to have joint custody of a trophy if you go back to back. Yeah, nah, look, coming this season, I can say so have me, have me covered. Um, I'm just, I'm just focused on the team, so that one can be all his. I'll try and give him a run for his money, but uh, I reckon there'll be some other contenders as well, so it should be should be a good year ahead. Well, no one's ever gone back-to-back, so the challenge is out there for Soaps. Uh, and, mate, he'll be fresh. He hasn't had a Rebels campaign, so perfect segue. The Rebels, mate, uh, through to the semifinals. Scoreboard, again, a bit like the first week, probably blew out a little bit, and without wanting to diminish what you guys did because it was a phenomenal performance, they really put it to you for a good portion of the game. Yeah, certainly. They um, they came out really strong in the first half. We we spoke about it as a team and um, Betts and the coaching staff really drummed it into us that it was going to be a tough competition. Um, and, you know, those first 20 minutes, we threw a bit of attack at them. We tried to get into our grind and they, they stood start, oh, sorry stood um, pretty solid in the middle and defended their line well. And I think, um, yeah, I think it was 4-2 there for a bit their way. So they definitely... Um, made us work for our points in the end. That they certainly did, mate. Um, and look, it finished 30 to 10. And of course, the they, we probably should uh, be a little bit less vague. Illawarra South Coast Dragons. A side that, similar to yourselves, mate, had you know some ex-NRL experience. So they weren't someone to take lightly. And I know talking to Adam last week, that was certainly the focus of the of the trip down there to Collegians. And again, how did it feel, I guess, to, to walk away with the chocolates? First time in a number of years, we've got the Rebels back in the competition and to, to make it through to the, the knockout phase and the... Uh, semi-finals, mate. Yeah, certainly. We spoke about it as a playing group um, when we got together in January and we all kind of got on board and decided to give it a, a good crack and rip it at training. You know, we've been training twice a week and we got the trial against New South Wales Cup as well um, against the Knights. So that was a really good run for us before going into the competition. And uh, we spoke about the importance of representing Newcastle and having some pride in the jersey and making sure that we put uh, Newcastle Rebels back on the map and uh, with our best foot forward. So it's been a been a good start so far, but we've got a lot of work still to do. Um, and in that comes the, the final semi-final this week. 
Certainly does, mate, and uh, no easy task. You head back down to a venue that you're now familiar with after last weekend, Collegians. Uh, both semifinals will be on on the day. The first game, which, you know, should you win this, your semifinal, you'll play the winner of in the final uh, the week after, will be Riverina taking on Northern Rivers Titans. Uh, but your game, mate, the one ten fixture, straight off the back of that one, Western Rams versus the Newcastle Rebels. What do you know about the Rams, mate, and um, how does this one shape up in terms of the way you guys are approaching it? Yeah, look, we haven't spoke much about um, the Rams as such. You know, we kind of take it week by week and obviously just coming off that um, big game with Illawarra that's has given us the, the last couple of days just to recoup and get a bit of recovery in. Um, we'll do a bit of tape on them and have a look at them, but I'm sure they're going to be competitive. You know, any side that's still around at, at this stage of the competition knows how to play footy and obviously they're starting to gel well um, the more they train as the weeks go on. So... We're going to have to stick to our guns and really stick to the process and trust in um, each other and I guess what the boys do in the middle and hopefully the points can flow for us edges. Certainly a side who uh, impressed in their first round here. They took on the Northern Tigers from just up the road, mate. Uh, the side that represents Group 4, Group uh, 19 combined and they beat them 64-18 to 18 on their home, on the Northern Tigers home turf so not a side to take lightly and, and there's some familiar familiar names there uh, to fans of country rugby league the likes of Jeremy Thurston, Nick Greenhale uh, and a name that's probably familiar to a few Newcastle rugby league fans in Casey Burgess coming off the bench so uh, mate, what's going to be the key I guess from you know, just from a Newcastle rugby league side from the the Rebels, is there certain combinations that are really starting to come to the fore now or is it just a 1-17 to effort? Oh, it's definitely a 1-17 to effort. You know, the boys off the bench play a massive role for us when they come in um, towards the back end of the half and then start the, the second half. Um, I think we learned a big lesson, lesson as a playing group. Um, our first game against Central Coast in terms of our patience and, you know, really respecting the ball and making sure we value our opportunities and not rushing. So, we took that um, that feedback and kind of, you know, regrouped as a playing group and, and had some guidance from the coaching staff and that showed in our game against Illawarra. So I'm sure we'll just continue on that path and just make sure we respect the footy and stick to our processes and hopefully get the job done. Yeah, lovely, mate. Well, in terms of this weekend's game, as we said, one ten on Sunday down there at Collegians. A couple of questions. First of all, are we expecting a fairly similar 1-17? to Everyone's in good health. Yeah, to my knowledge, everybody's in, in good health. I know um, Louis Hamilton and, and White Shaw, they were out with um, a couple of niggles and injuries. I think though, their injuries were decided to rest on. So um, Betridge will probably have a have a tough decision to make in terms of who's going to make up the bench spots and then you know obviously fulfil those back row positions. Lincoln Smith, he put his hand up on the weekend and played um, a really tough 80 minutes. You know, he was involved in a... A lot of our go forward and, you know, defended really well. And then Connor Kirkwood came from the bench from round one into the starting position of back row on the weekend. And he was just as strong on that edge there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the coach making the calls. Oh, it's a good headache to have. Better than the headache that uh, Adam O'Brien's got this week. He might be knocking on the door of the Rebels, mate, um, in terms of some players for the night, the way things are going. But that's a story for another day. Uh, let's uh, let's sort of transition slowly into the club footy, mate. Obviously, it's only you know a week away uh, from this weekend that the competition gets underway. In terms of it, how does that shape? Is it has that been a point of discussion for the boys at the Rebels? The fact that you're likely going to play a final, I understand, on Saturday, should you make it through and then potentially have opportunity or the, the need, possibly depending on clubs, uh, the want maybe from the club's point of view to back up 
uh, health willing on the Sunday to kick off the Denton Engineering Cup. Yeah, look, Newcastle Rugby League's been really good, um, changing that whole round from a few Saturday games to making it, you know, just universal on the Sunday to make sure that um, if clubs and the players are up to it, they want to back up and have a run on the Sunday for round one. They can. Uh, I definitely think it's a personal decision, and we haven't discussed it as a playing group, and there hasn't been much talk about it um, at training from the coaches as well. Like I said before, we're focused week by week. You know, we're not even in the final yet. We've got a bit of work to do before we get there. So it'll probably definitely be an issue and you know, kind of uh, cross that bridge when we get to it kind of thing. Well, he's hoping that it's a, uh, a challenging situation that you guys have got to make decisions on come Saturday week in the evening around whether or not you can back up or not and then, you know, maybe all regroup on Sunday evening and... Uh celebrate together Newcastle lifting the country championships. But as you said, quite a few hurdles to get through there first, and the first of those is this weekend. But let's shift to your club, mate, Central Newcastle. Uh, a little bit of a change, I guess, in terms of some personnel at Central this year. You've had a, a couple of names go out the door. Uh, one of the biggest bodies and biggest personalities is, is probably one of the headlines of that in Big Witty Baker. Yeah, definitely. We have a lot of boys um, look elsewhere for clubs this year, you know, due to either personal reasons or just looking for a little bit more of a change or an opportunity. And, um, you know, it's something that I had to sit back and have, have a good think about it. Obviously, everyone knows I'm, I'm really passionate about Central, really passionate about getting there getting there and being there at the end of the uh, competition year and lifting that trophy. And it's never a good feeling when, you know, your mates and everybody um, go elsewhere. But it is what it is. And hopefully, I'm wishing them all the best for the, the year. And it's given us a good opportunity to rebuild some things and um, give some other people some opportunities, which will be exciting come, come the season around. Yeah, it certainly will, mate. Before we get on to those that are going to potentially get some opportunities, does it add a nice little, you know, nothing too major, but a nice little, you know, bit of rivalry in a couple of those games? Obviously, you've got the Walsh brothers that have gone in completely different directions, north and south. You've got Witty and, and TC who've gone over to south, and there's a few others that have moved around as well. Um, does, that, does that add a nice little spice to the, those games when you come up against them as well? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a lot of fun, no doubt, you know. Everyone, everyone likes to compete on the footy field and it'll be good to catch up for a beer afterwards with everybody. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And, and like I said, you know, these, these things happen and it, it is what it is. And we, um, we're, we're at Central, we're confident in our squad that we've got this year. We wouldn't change anything or um, we wouldn't go out there and, and try to rephrase anything. We're, we're ready for this season and we've had a really good pre-season. So yeah, it'll be good. Lovely, mate. And just again, before we get on to those players that are going to take the opportunity this year, just a couple of names I want to mention who've plied their trade at Central in recent years who you'll know quite well, and, and I guess hats off to them. First of all, on the a more local front, Kai Cooper, mate, getting his run in, in Cup. He was in the extended squad for the Knights for one of their trials as well. How, how uh, I guess, proud is that for you for someone who you played alongside last year? Yeah, look, playing alongside him last year was, a, was an honour and a privilege. He's a, he's a fierce competitor. You know, he's a natural footballer. Um, I actually played against Kai my whole juniors and was lucky enough to either be at fullback or the other centre. So I never had to mark him, thank God. Uh, so, so that was always a blessing. But look, he's somebody who definitely deserves another opportunity. And, um, you know, someone someone in there at the Knights needs to start taking taking notice of the local players here so they have to stop jumping ship and going to other NRL clubs for a crack because he's one that's definitely deserving. Um, obviously, he's got the ability to play and he's also got the hunger and drive too. So it's good that he's still sticking it out and I wish him all the best and I hope he gets a crack in there soon. Yeah, we love to see it, mate, uh, and it's good to see you know those opportunities coming. And, and the one that probably is the headline of that, and admittedly he plied his trade for one of the rivals last year in South when he was back in the competition, but 
He is a central junior, mate. Um, a very lippy one when you're on the touchline in the middle with with a whistle or playing against him. But Kurt, O'Don- uh, Kurt Donahue, sorry, mate. Um, great to see him taking that step up. A very talented footballer, a very good kid, and uh, yeah, he's really just grabbed the opportunity with both hands. Yeah, that was unreal. I'm, I'm stoked for Kurt. Everyone at the club was stoked for Kurt. There was a real buzz around training. Everybody got word that he was going to be taking um taking the field in the 17 and. You know, we wish Kurt all the best up there. He's doing a great job representing Newcastle Rugby League, representing his family and all his mates here. And as you said, he's a central junior. So I don't know the exact same number, no, the exact number, sorry, but it was definitely over, you know, the 15-year the mark that he played there at Central. And it was just the one year that he was at South before he headed up. And that was just looking for opportunities, which obviously came his way. So all the best to him. And hopefully he keeps that spot all year round. We can keep cheering him on on the telly. Yeah, exactly right, mate. Uh, we'll certainly be cheering him on here at League Castle as well as some of those other players that have made it through from Newcastle Rugby League, and we touched on quite a few of them last week. Mate, uh, let's have a quick look at Central's year ahead and, and those names, mate, um, in terms of who's going to really you know, take that next step and take some of those opportunities. And there's one bloke I want to ask you about, mate. La- last week you starred for the Rebels. Oh, sorry, two weeks ago you starred for the Rebels in one of the early competition games, only to be outshone on the Sunday by some bloke named Kane Anderson coming up and winning a T20 title and taking five for off four overs. Yeah, look, everything I do, my two younger brothers seem to try and do better. <laughs> so when I, when I do get that little bit of little bit of praise, I try and soak it up. Um, but yeah, they're quickly quickly um, to rectify that that situation and, and make it theirs. And yeah, he had a really good spell on the Sunday and finished off the cricket season in a good cap. So um I know he'll be shifting his mindset now to come up the come up the M1 twice a week and rip him for the Butcher Boys, which would be good. Uh, we look forward to seeing you both in the blue and white, mate. Who else can we expect to see? Uh, new signings, young players that are expecting to take that next step with some of that changing of the guard at Central. Yeah, definitely. So we've signed really well at the moment. A few of those will be coming out in the media over the next two weeks. We've waited for the jersey sponsors to get in and we've waited to make sure that we've got our squad um, fully fully finished, signed, sealed and delivered and made sure that we can manoeuvre our players in and out of reserve grade and first grade within that 120 points so everybody gets a game. And, you know, we're, we're really mindful of the, that system that the New South Wales Rugby League's brought in this year that's going to create a lot of headaches for clubs in terms of how many blokes can take the field each week and how many can also play reserve grade. And we've been really mindful of that. So we've gone um, we've gone for the, the planned out route and I think the squad that we've put together is going to give a lot of our local juniors too that have been knocking at the door first grade a good opportunity to really move into that full-time first grade position this year and, and start getting some experience. I look forward to seeing some of those names come through, mate. And undoubtedly, there's a few guys that were blooded last year or blooded in recent years and have had a little bit of exposure. Uh, the surname Kennedy comes to mind, mate, in terms of guys that we might see that might, uh, I guess, put a couple of uh, hands on a jersey and, and make it really tough for anyone new coming in. Yeah, certainly. You know, Fletcher's he's had a great preseason. Um, he's grown in terms of his confidence and his, his statue in the team over the preseason. Um, so hopefully this year's a coming of age for, for Fletch. He's got um he's got lots of potential and he works hard at it. And I think this year will be the, the year that he gets unlocked at and really take the team by the horns and, and run it around the park. Jake Richardson, he's um he's been really strong for us in the middle in reserve grade for the last couple of years. You know, he's come into first grade when we've needed him and fulfilled the job and he's had a crack in pre-season as well. He's been ripping in at pinpoint for our pre-season in terms of our strength and conditioning work and in the ball work, he's looking sharp. So I, I won't be surprised if he gets an early opportunity to impress and lock down a spot in the 17. But 
know, there's, there's lots of potential combinations and ways that our coaching staff can go. And I know Phil and Huffy, with the assistance of the others there, will make the right decisions and put our best 17 on the field each week. Yeah, we look forward to getting the illustrious Huffy on during the year. He's promised us a, a cameo, so uh, long overdue, I think. And uh, one of the real minds behind Newcastle Rugby League, he's been around the traps for quite a while and sort of slides under the radar a bit, but he's, he's a pretty switched-on operator, so I don't doubt he's, he and Phil have got some tricks up their sleeve. One guy I do want to ask you about before we wrap up, mate, uh, Nick Ritter coming into another year at Central now. Uh, are we expecting him? Obviously, he was a real standout for you guys last year, but are we expecting that he'll be that next yard more settled, I guess, and, and really step into that leadership in the forward pack for some of those young guys like Rich Show and that that you talked about? Yeah, certainly. He's um he's really bought into the club. Last year was obviously his first year, and he's worked really hard through the preseason on and off the field to make sure that we're strong in all areas of the club, and he's brought a lot of experience in in that. You know, he's guided me through a lot of situations and, and a lot of, um, I, I guess, navigations that I didn't have the experience in doing. And it's been really good to have him on board and help me through that. So he's, he's been a blessing to the club and all the boys love him. He's, he's really popular and I, I really think this year he's going to try and take the comp by the horns and, and you know, try and try and run through the middle of some teams, which would be good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like the sound of that, mate. And undoubtedly, a few of those names that will return, we look forward to seeing, as well as some of the new signings which we'll have announced in the coming weeks, which we'll make sure to share on our socials as well so that all the fans of the Blue and White know all about them. But, mate, good luck this weekend, firstly, representing the uh, the two Blues of the Newcastle Rebels before it does shift back towards the Blue and White in about 10 days' time. But you've got a busy run ahead, mate. Uh, it's a good way to start the season. Plenty of footy uh, ahead. And, uh, yeah, we'd encourage anyone who's can make it down to Collegians, get down and support the Rebels. I'm sure you guys would love to have some fans behind you. If not, jump on to New South Wales Rugby League TV, cheer the boys on. But as always, Spider, thank you for coming on, mate, uh, and all the best for the season ahead. No problem. Um, all the best for you guys. All the best for all the teams this season too, and go to the Butcher Boys. A big thanks to Spider. And as always, uh, we love having the guests on from the clubs around the competition. So make sure to let us know if you're interested in hearing from a certain club, whether that's from the Denton Engineering Cup, the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League, and all of their men's and women's grades, whether it might be from the Hunter Valley Group 21 competition or the Central Coast competition. We're happy to get them all on board and happy to involve them. We don't necessarily always have contact directly with some of the clubs. So if you've got contacts at the club and you'd like us to bring someone on and you think it'd be great content for the show, let us know. The more the merrier. We're always prepared to try and reach out and cover all of those competitions. So we look forward to bringing them to you. And again, we do that thanks to our sponsors, Sharp DS Central Coast, our major partner and sponsor of our Central Coast Rugby League content. Shipley Meets at Rutherford who support us through our Dent Engineering Cup Newcastle Rugby League content. And then across our Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, Group 21, and also the Statsman Performers of the Week and Performer of the Year, brought to you by Lake Macquarie Forklift Services. So, again, those three sponsors are key to our continuation and what we can deliver to you, uh, including the prize money that we put up on the line for the Statsman Performers of the Year. Uh, some of the other things that we'll be giving away during the year, including the prizes for our footy tipping competition, which, as Josh touched on, we will share again on our social media. The links are there if you go back through some of our recent posts on Instagram as well. So check that out and we look forward to uh, having some good banter and heated contest there. And again, as we said, there are some more opportunities with the tipping comp and other pieces that we can tailor to businesses' needs if they did want to partner with it and try and push those proceeds that they're sponsoring us with that are supporting local rugby league back into the local rugby league community. 
But as always, make sure you follow us on our social media channels. And if you can, on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review. Uh, That's how we continue to get our message out and continue to grow the footprint of our content covering the local rugby league competition. And as a direct result, grow the footprint of the local rugby league competitions that we're associated with. But as always, good luck this weekend to the Newcastle Rebels, to all the sides out there having a trial as well. There's plenty of those coming up. The season's really counting down. It's just over a week away to the Denton Engineering Cup and the Newcastle Rugby League kicking off a few weeks for Newcastle and Hunter, but I know sides are starting to warm up their trials now. So plenty of footy ahead of us. Enjoy your local footy this weekend. Make sure you tune in on Sunday afternoon to watch the Rebels take on the Western Rams from the Illawarra 110 on Sunday afternoon on New South Wales Rugby League TV. Good luck. And again, thank you as always for tuning in. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lead Newcastle, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League.